All right, guys, welcome to episode 50, the 5-0, episode 50 of the Different Animals mm-hmm. Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, we are going to be talking about, you know, we've been doing this for a year now, so we're going to recap some of that. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Invincible, which Ever has started. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the Demon Slayer movie that I watched, MLB The Show. Um, we're going to talk about the NFL Draft briefly. And then uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an about. album that some people <laughs> some people are going to be very excited for some people are slightly intrigued about and one person on this podcast is actively fucking just distraught that it got announced. But first. So let's start. Well, actually, let's start with uh, before we even talk about what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what we've been doing, which is for the past, uh, you know, now fifty something weeks with like a two, three week break in the middle there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been giving you guys this fucking just absolute masterpiece of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're up to this. This is our fiftieth episode. Um... I was hoping, or I, I was looking at like our posts and stuff, and I wanted to see if it lined up with like the the one year anniversary. But the one year is actually in I think like two weeks. So somehow, well, I guess because you start with one, so technically you know you don't start with zero. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so we like almost timed it perfectly. One year, fifty two episodes or fifty episodes. And so uh, yeah, I just put on here on our on our, our docket of things that we want to talk about, just like you know reflecting on them and and you know it's been a year since we started and sort of how life feels yeah. the same and different. And I don't know. It, it, yeah. I mean, like we're definitely, let's see, we started this podcast, I believe very early on talking about like, what was the last movie you saw in a theater? Because we, like <laughs> theaters are closed now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we were a month. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now, this episode, one year later, I'm going to talk about the first movie I've seen since then in a theater. So, I'm where <laughs> we've come full circle. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, nah, it's 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 basically been the same. Like I feel like everything's been unlocked. I mean, I also now have a second child, so things that seems pretty a big. Bit. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it's pretty pretty big, pretty big. Yeah. But even still, like that's like. The the life change from from one to two is nothing like the life change from zero to one. Oh you right, I mean? right, right. The life change from zero to one's like, all right, well now I need to be home at the same time every day to make sure he goes to sleep on time. I need, you know what I mean? Like it's all mm-hmm. this other shit. Whereas like now it's like, well, we were already going to be home for the first one, so that's not a problem for the second one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then on mine, it's all the same as well. Um, I just I moved. I think I remember talking about that. I moved. Um, you talked how much moving sucks. I yeah, that was yeah. God, Christ, that was terrible. <laughs> um, 
I was hoping I would have a clip show. I was like, we could do like a clip show. And be like, wow, he was way off on this prediction. Um, <laughs> like, well, he hit, it, hit that right on the he hit that right on the money. Um, one thing that I actually I don't know if I messaged you about it. I think I did. Is okay. that one of my predictions about the NBA is going to come true? It looks like I okay. said during our uh, preseason like um, NBA show. Okay. Um, I said I said Danny Green is going to, because he's now in the Daryl Morey system, he's not going to hit the highest percentage of threes, but he's going to have the most attempts of his career. And I was right. God damn it, I was right. He's up to like 6.3 or 6.5, and his previous high was like 5.4, so I was right on the money. I, I Actually, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was attempts, maybe not makes, like most made, but I think I said attempts, and I was like, God damn it, I'm a, get, get, hire me, Chuck Charles Barkley. Everything else I was wrong, but I, I hit Danny Green's three-point field goal attempts. You're like, I can just be wrong like 90% of the time and then come in right once. I'm coming for your spot, Charles Barkley. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn, I should have said Jokic was MVP. That would have been... Hey, which of... I I did say I thought he was going to be MVP. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, it was, not, it was not before... I don't think it was before the season started. I think it was like the midway point. I was like... Oh, I think, okay. I think, so it's not... It's, it's not particularly impressive. <laughs> <laughs> But, but um, yeah, um, I did call that one. Yo, what's nuts, though, now that we brought this up, this is unrelated to our past 50 episodes, but uh, I got to find it. Hold. Hold. Uh, Jokic MVP. I saw a tweet, which I'm sh – there it is. All right, so win shares in a season or all-time best win shares divided. I don't know what the fuck – this stat is, it's win shares divided, it looks like win shares over 48. I don't mm -hmm. know what that 48 means. But like the minutes? Yeah, actually, that's probably it. Yeah, it's um, win shares per 48 minutes. Um, the top leaders, right? All right, so I'm mm -hmm. just going to go name. And we're starting mm -hmm. at number one and working our way down. Kareem, Kareem, Wilt, Kareem, LeBron, Michael Jordan, LeBron, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Nikola Jokic this year <laughs> at 11. Like, like it's it's been basically four dudes, Kareem, LeBron, Michael. Really, it's only been three because I was going to say Wilt, but Wilt has one up there and Steph has one up there. So it's basically just been Kareem, LeBron, Michael Jordan. And then, like, just like we sprinkled in Wilt Chamberlain and Steph Curry's, like, 2015-2016, is that mm -hmm. the year he won unanimous? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those two in there, right after Nikola Jokic. Like, the fact that there's even a debate right now seems ridiculous. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, that, that just I saw that earlier, and I was like, I wanted to bring that up today. Um, but, yeah, nuts. that is nuts. But, anyways, what else did we talk about in the past 50 episodes? We did um, a whole fucking My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy episode. Yeah, mm -hmm. we did that. We talked about... Um, our fantasy football teams talk about football, movies, a bunch of Kanye shit. Always, every time we mention music, um, yeah. I mean, it it, it doesn't I, seem like a lot. Like every on. time I there was definitely Detroit slander because I remember us shitting on Eminem and Big Shaw for having the white yes. rap voices. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there will yeah, be more rap slander this episode. Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, every time that I prepare for the episode, I'm always like, well, you know, this seems completely different, but then, you know, the 50 weeks just kind of flew by. So, you know, I, I mean, I'm excited for, you know, however many more we do and, and thank you guys for listening and, and, um, 
you know. Um, yeah, it, it, like when I started, I wasn't like, we're gonna do, yeah, can we do we hit 50? I was kind of like, well, you know, we'll do this, and I'm excited to start. I was never like, and we're gonna do these, and this is gonna be like a season two, and then we're gonna do this and that and this and that. It just kind of like, I was like, oh, we hit 50. I, I just really wanted to, um, you know, touch on it and be like, wow, I mean, that's not nothing, that's a lot, that's a yeah. lot of time. And right? the thing like, that's is, just, is a lot of episodes. the thing is, is like, I've wanted to do so much more with it, but then like every day when I get home from work, I'm like, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, as far as, like, actually recording, putting out every week, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's little things I've thought about, like, chopping up into small clips, and I was like, that's just more time, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but eventually <laughs> it may happen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I may suddenly gain a burst of energy. I wouldn't count on it, but maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, so, it's been a, it's been a solid 50 episodes. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys haven't uh, gotten tired of listening to my stupid voice yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's the fifty, and we're gonna give or well, I guess it's been forty nine episodes so far, but we're about to give you fifty because we're not fucking stopping. <laughs> there's exactly. there's been no scandals to derail us. Um, we <laughs> no one's trying I'm... to cancel us for our slander of you know J Cole and or Big Sean, J Cole, Big Sean, Eminem. Uh, who else have we slandered? Uh, there's gotta, I've talked so much shit about just random people. Star Wars. Yo, everything (laughs) Star Wars related, I've slandered. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's more. Um, but yeah, Star Star Wars is a good one. I'm glad you brought that up. That's, that's my most proud slander. Um, (laughs) but yeah, is there anything else you want to add? Oh, no, no, that was it. Just, you know, thank you for rocking with us and, you know, we hope, we hope you enjoyed all of them and we hope you enjoy this one. Absolutely. So let's start with what we've been watching. And, yes. And you start with uh, the very first thing on yours, because this is the one I most want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Even so, if we're going to keep it short, I still just want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, So this week, I actually didn't, um, there was no, I don't think I, I didn't watch a movie, because I think the last movie I watched was Mortal Kombat, and we talked about that last week. It was so good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so then, um, and then I think I meant to, oh, Wait, was that this past? Did we talk? Did we talk about the Oscars? Was that last week? I guess we just missed the Oscars. Was... I just realized that. I was like, we didn't even oh, talk yeah. about them last week. Um, well, No <laughs> Land won Best Picture and a bunch of oh, other yeah. ones. Um, and so I had you watched Nomad Land before it won Oscar? No, no. And I was gonna say I was like, you know, as these, as these movie theaters open up, I was hoping that the one next to my house, the one that it actually opens tomorrow at the time of this recording. Um, it's not showing it, I don't think. So I'm going to wait. You know, I was hoping that it, it would uh, be here. There's one like 20 minutes away, but I'm like, eh, mm, that's kind of far. <laughs> um, but um, no movies. Um, I should, but I think by this time next week, I will have watched the movie Nobody, the one with uh, Bob Odenkirk. So that, that's, that'll be on the docket. So no movies. I'm still working through a video game right now. So no video games, but I did start a show. Um, and I wanted to finish it by the time we recorded today, but I didn't get a chance to. So I definitely want to touch on it a little bit, but I definitely want to talk about it a lot next week. And that show is Invincible, which Tyler has been watching, which you know you've been watching, I think for a couple of weeks now, or I guess since since it started, right? You were right there from the no, start. actually, I I jumped in halfway, I guess, because uh, I think okay. there were I think there were four episodes when I started, and it's an eight episode season, so perfect, I think I perfect. jumped in like right at halfway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I started Invincible. Um, and well, Sydney and I, my girlfriend and I, we both started it, and uh, we're both really enjoying it. 
Um, we I just I finished episode seven earlier today, and then eight is waiting for me, and I've heard great things about it. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, just to echo everything Tyler has said so far, um, I really really like it. I think it's it's really great, and I, I, I and Sydney really likes it too. Um, I like what it does. I think you know, I, like I said, I'll have I, I want to wait. And give my thoughts on a, on it as a whole until next week, just so that I can be like, well, I can be like, wow, it's about this and this and this, and then the finale is like, actually, we're about this, and it's like, well, <laughs> fuck, I was way off. So I want to give my thoughts about the, it as a whole, um, but just general thoughts. I think the animation is good. I think. I, I don't see. Here's explain. the thing. I I don't think the animation is great. I think it's, the animation is solid. Is the way I would solid. describe it. Yes. It is. It is never the thing that detracts. From a scene, yes. like I'm never like, oh wow, this looks terrible. Yes, I'm never really particularly like, oh my god, this is amazing either. But I think yeah. it's and I there's think, flashes. I think, yeah, I think there's there flashes are flashes where I'm like, holy shit, that is like looks really good. Like this action looks very very good. There's like a fight in a penthouse, and I'm like, wow. This yep, that's awesome. the one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is awesome. I mean, it doesn't really make sense like space wise, but who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it, it looks; those look great. I think the fights look great when they want to in some parts. Well, and that's the thing is, like... I don't even think the animation in the fights necessarily looks great. I think they're. This is gonna sound weird because it's animation, but I think they're choreographed just immaculately, mm-hmm. right? Yes, like, yep, they yep, are. Yep. They are written out, and if, like you know what I mean. They know the angles yeah, to you got, show yeah, you, and they like the like even just small little storylines, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, because I think ahead. all, yeah, I mean, I think all the, you know, I think all action scenes, I mean, they are written, so you have to, like, design it and make sure what looks good and animate it. And so, I, like, you're right. I think I, I was just going to, yeah, you're so right. They're, they're choreographed really, really well. And um, I, what I'm excited about, you know, we talked about last week about how they've already given them seasons two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for them to get that budget boost. Um, I think, you know, if you look at something like Rick and Morty, and if you look at season one, it, it looks good. It looks great. Like, right? Like, I love season yeah. one. I think season one or two are probably... One of those two is my favorite season of Rick and Morty. Um, but then you look at the... If you were to, like, watch an episode from season one and then the latest season, which I think was four, four or five, it's a dramatic improvement. Like, the de- like it, it's, it's like South Park, right? Where the characters, the main characters look the same, but everything else has so much more detail and is so much more expansive. And so that's kind of what I'm excited for, for this. For and even still, the main characters do look better also. Like, like it's, it, it, or sorry, I guess maybe the main characters look the same, but all of the animation gets smoother. You know yes. what I mean? And I, I yeah. think it's, I yeah. think it's a combination of two things. It, it's, you have, Shown that this show is successful, so we will give you more money to continue making it, right? Mm-hmm. But then also, too, like, I'm sure this is, I'm not an insider in the industry, and I don't know how the shit, how the fuck this shit works, but I still imagine to a certain degree, like, as you've animated more things, there's probably more shortcuts now. You know what I mean? Like, right, yes, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have fucking character A doing this pose already, so I can just, yes. like... Put it there, and now we're good. Like, keep it moving, and I can spend more time doing all the extra things that make right. It everything's good. designed now. You can just go into the details, and then you know, and then just like it, shit, just like improves. Technology improves, right? Right. And you can hire more people. So instead of one dude doing three scenes, now you have you know four people doing three scenes, right? Right. So I'm excited for that. Um, but overall, I, I totally enjoy it. I want to hold off and like do a super deep dive, kind of like we did for The Last of Us. Um, a couple months ago because I think 
I have a lot of thoughts, but I don't want to say them because it's like, a you want to be you want to get the confirmation. I'll I want to get the confirmation those. about what it you know what the show's trying to say and like little things, but then also I want to be able to like spoil it and talk about it um, without worrying about it. So yeah, yeah, hold, yeah. If you're watching the show, stick with us next week. I think at the end of the episode we'll do like a you know like a The Last of Us two type. You know, spoiler on and we talk about everything and anything. Um, and you, you haven't finished it yet, have you? Correct, I have not. I'm finishing it tomorrow. Oh, right, right. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, me too. After work, yeah. Sydney, Sydney's going home for the weekend, or like home to see her parents. And I was like, well, you know, I'm on the way, like to the highway. Like, um, in terms of where the highway is, I'm like, I'm on the way. Stop by. Let's watch it, and then you can head out. So, uh, yeah, I think we're both gonna watch it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. So. Uh, I don't want to talk to it in, in any sort of deep terms, but I do want to talk about, I think, three things. Um, they're not specific even. It's more just uh, a couple statements I've already made about the show, and I want to see mm-hmm. if you agree with those. So, one, I everyone I've talked to the show about, which isn't a whole bunch of people, but my answer is always, if by the end of episode one you don't know if you want to watch or like you're not sure, don't even watch it. Like I feel like you get everything you need to determine if you want to continue watching this show by episode mm. one. Do you think that's a valid statement? One and a half. One yes, and a half. yes, because I think some people would like, like, well, uh, the end of the first episode that you know something shocking happens, right? And I wouldn't want people to be like, wow, like this show was a hoodwink the whole time and like it's like soft and tender and then bam right and then it's like the show's gonna be like it's like oh you thought it's there's no fuck you like right i don't yeah. want to think that that's what the rest of the show is i definitely say like it, it sort of comes down to back down to earth in terms I, of so yeah i guess i guess that's true uh the thing i would say is that like even it if you take the first episode for what it is and assume that the rest of the show will be like the first episode, I do think it works. Like, because the thing is, is the first episode does give you the tender moments, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so if you extend that out for eight episodes, I think that is what you get. Now, if you finish the first episode, like you said, thinking like, oh, so this is what it is? Like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. That's not necessarily true. But I do think you get the gist of what you will continue to get. Oh for the yeah. Rest yeah. Of the the gist, yeah. 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 Like the tone and the type of action and, and like the character or like, you know, like the type of person that, um, uh, you know, Mark invincible is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's, and also just the, the intrigue, right? Like, like, yes, even if the big surprise, like I'm trying to think of, even if you're not all in on the big surprise necessarily, like if you're still intrigued to figure out like where this is going from here, you know what I mean? Like, and if you're not intrigued at all, you're just like, oh, well, now I don't care. Like, it's probably not going to be the show for you, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Two, did you, A, feel a lull in the center, and B, did you, did you agree with me that it was like, it almost, or at least could you see where I was coming from, where it felt like we were trying too many different things? Um, I didn't really feel a lull because I I thought I, the episode five is the one with that penthouse fight, and I was like, okay, like this is like all right, like I was waiting for that lull, and I think the episode after that is like there's like some um cyborg men, and so yeah, so five and six are the are the ones. The thing is, is that that penthouse scene does come into play at the end of episode five, but my mm-hmm. problem was is that it didn't feel connected to me, like like. Mm-hmm what do we get out of this? You know what I mean? Like if we talk about action as being a way to move a story forward, like, I don't know at the end of episode five, 
And then even partway through episode six, uh, well, even most of the way through episode six, I was like, I don't really know what any of, like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And then there's, and even still, I mean, we'll talk about this more. There's a couple things that even still, I don't really know what's going on with them. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's just an odd, like, there's a couple loose ends and I just don't even know why they're there. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you get yeah. a loose end and it's like, holy shit, we got to figure out about this. But then the way they've treated some of them, I don't really know. It's hard to say. Um, and we'll talk mm-hmm. more about it next week. But that that's the only thing I wanted to touch on. Um oh, okay. And then, actually, one more thing. There is a storyline, I guess, throughout um, with a romantic uh, situation that has ended, correct? Um, yes, and, at the time of this, yeah. Yeah, and I just don't get it. I don't get the... the. It seems like a plot hole to me. Or not plot hole, or maybe bad writing. Mm-hmm. It seems like bad writing to me, the thing you get at the end. Right, like of this this uh, this continuation. You know, hold on. Skip forward twenty seconds because that's all this is going to take. So, skip mm. just skip forward twenty seconds right now. Okay, she says she knew the whole time, but like, why was the final straw that he wasn't there during the fight? Then you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. why was that the one that you're like, I can't do this with you anymore? It's like that's the one where it makes the most sense that he. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they wanted to have their cake and eat it too, where they could <laughs> do, they could say that like, "Oh, I didn't know," and like you weren't there, and then they wanted to have that be the conflict in that, and then later on in the room, they wanted to have the conflict that right. he didn't trust her enough to tell her. Right, so I but I was like, having... that doesn't, it didn't work. It's just also the spacing of it, right? If mm. that big straw had actually just happened at the beginning, then this all could have made sense. You know what I mean? Mm. But you wanted that big moment, and then this, and then now it's like, well, that doesn't line up. But yeah, anyway, have their uh, their cake and eat it too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that that's just it. All right. So, anyways, mm-hmm. we're we're done talking about the show now. At least till next week. Um. <laughs> and then, uh, so I'll start with what I've watched. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, I watched the Demon Slayer movie. Yes, right? and this is the one you went back to theater, right? Correct. Uh, my wife and I both went back to the theater and watched it. Mm-hmm. And, or, and so I've got to say. Mm-hmm. All right. So I loved the show. Um. Yes. It's on Netflix now. The subtitled one is on Netflix. I would recommend it to anybody. Like, if unless you're the type of person who just doesn't like things that are animated, right? Like, mm-hmm. there are some people that just do not like things that are animated. This is yeah. not going to all of a sudden be like, oh, I've opened my eyes to a whole new medium. Um, right. This is not going to do that. But yeah. it's well-written. It is, mm, I think it is slightly generic. Slightly, but I think that there are enough. There's enough flair and flavor to it to keep it from being a problem. You know what I mean? Like, like Avatar was a monster of the week show, right? But then yes. it, you know, it it, it did enough to kind of like pull it all together. It gave you theme and things to look for. I think this does enough of that. I'm, I don't know that I would say it's at Avatar level even. But I would mm-hmm. say the show does enough of it that it doesn't just feel like, oh, I'm watching all of these stupid anime shows. Right? Right, right. Um, so, recommend it to anybody. With that being said, I watched it for the first time a while ago. Like, close to when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I watched it again recently because I knew the movie was coming to the U.S. finally. And I was going to have a way to watch it. And I rewatched the series. My wife jumped on about halfway through the series. She was like, hey. And then so, like, I just gave her a quick rundown. And, you know, she finished the season with me. We both went and watched the movie. 
that was legitimately one of my best movie experiences ever. Oh, shit, yeah, dude, that's awesome. That movie was so good. And the thing I struggle with is I don't know... It's hard for me to say that this was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Because it's not a thing that stands on its own, right? Right, right, you have to, like, go in knowing the story, right? Like, it's not like... um... Well, it's like, you know, I would imagine it's kind of like going to see, I can't think of one that's like, that's like a show that's like well, a I mean, continuation of it, you know? You could say it's like an Avengers movie in that like, really, like right. the, the movie, having the seen Avengers, any of the other ones. right, it's not a TV show, but it's still just, if you haven't seen any of the other movies, like, it is still its own self-contained thing, which this movie also does, um, mm-hmm. but you're going to be missing so much right, by, right, by yes. not doing that. But what I will say is that, for what it's worth, in you know, I've seen uh, the Cinemark Facebook page like promote this movie. Mm-hmm. The comments under it, there are people that are like, "I haven't seen any of the series, and I've just decided to watch this, and it was amazing, and now I'm going back to watch the series." So nice. maybe it stands well enough on its own, but mm-hmm. definitely after having seen. The 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 twenty six episodes twenty three twenty two minutes each episode of the first season it was incredible. I, nice. Do you? So it's kind of like I, I know you you probably feel how, kind of like how I've mentioned before how I felt watching the Watchmen movie where I like watched it and I was like uh, like I liked it and like I get it but like I don't know if it like works as a movie because I my brain is filling in the gaps with what I know from the book because it's a fairly right faithful adaptation so I, I i'm guessing it's like that where you're like i mean i know i liked it because i like the show and i mean you know maybe my brain filled in any gaps that would have otherwise been missing so i know, I know what you mean kind of like that like well it's hard to know like i i there's no way for us to know right like there's no way for you to be like let me scoop out all of you know demon slayer from my mind watch the movie and then put it back in same thing with right. Watchmen. yeah and and what we learned was that you know we saw what people were saying about the Watchmen from people who've never read the books. You know what I mean? And so, like, it was like, oh, so this is actually good. I don't know that that same thing is going to exist because I I just feel like an anime movie kind of has to... It's it's definitely got much less broad appeal than, like, Watchmen. You know what I mean? Like, you can convince anybody to watch this movie about, like... I'm going to say knockoff, but that's not really what I mean. But, like, knockoff superheroes. You know what I mean? Like, Like... you can still get people to watch that, and that's not really a stretch for people. But there's a lot of people that if you're like, all right, there's this movie that takes place after this series that is probably a medium that maybe you don't normally watch. You know what I mean? Like, and it's and it's anime as a whole is relatively inaccessible because there are a few companies that control most of the animation releasing rights. So, like, this is a special one in that it's on Netflix. But, like... There's a lot of anime that's out that you are never going to see on any normal streaming service, right? You're not going to see it on Hulu. You're not going to see it on Netflix, blah, blah, blah. So this is unique. I do think there has to be something to it for Netflix to be like, we want this one. Like, the thing is, is Netflix has gone back and been like, we want to have Naruto, right? Like, we want to have people be able to watch that now, but it's already finished. Netflix is like, nah, season one, like, we're jumping on board. We want to do whatever it takes to get this here. Um, yeah. so I do think it's incredible. I, do you, I, I feel like I've asked you this before, but I, I can never remember the answer for everyone. Cause mm-hmm. I always ask everyone this question, which is like, how often do you get 
emotionally invested in a movie. Like, do you, in, are, in a movie or a show or like to the point where you like, without using the common example, but like, I, like I said, I remember in Get Out, I, I remember at one point I like, I get like super immersed into a movie and to the point where like, I don't really pay attention to anything that's going on around me. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like, like right, right. if someone snaps next to me, it will be a like a distinct like what the fuck like like and then i'll be like all right wait i'm in a movie theater you know what i mean like like that right right i remember in get out at one point i can't remember where it was at but i remember being like sitting straight up my posture is garbage bro like Mm -hmm. i'm usually slumped in whatever fucking chair i'm in but i remember in get out being like sitting straight up and being like 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 fight or I felt like fight or flight was active, right? Like like yeah, my body right. was like we're ready to fucking go. So like I saw that <laughs> movie and it was I think it it had to have been like when he was being put in like the the hypnosis or whatever because it's like a super mm-hmm. tense scene because you're like yeah. he's trapped like he's literally trapped on the couch and I feel like it was like at some point during that I was like what the fuck am I doing? Like like I looked around and I was like I am sitting straight up like leaning in like what what this is not normal yeah how like do you ever have those responses to movies yeah or how I consistent think do you get them because there's probably, a lot of people that are just like i'm just watching a movie like and i'm like you guys are crazy <laughs> yeah yeah and they just kind of like it's just sound and fury for them um i i totally know what you mean I, funny enough i when you were explaining that to me the opposite of a the, the an example of the opposite type of person was popping into my head which okay. is one of my friends um she's kind of uh like floaty like a little bit of an airhead sometimes and she literally has said the words i just yeah i just don't really like to watch comedies by myself yeah i there are, and i was like wait my wife is the same way and it drives me insane like i was like what does that even mean you don't, like like cuz you don't know when to laugh and <laughs> And I was like, I don't. She's she like, needs. Don't she loves sitcoms because there's a laugh track that tells you like when. <laughs> yes, and so her, I won't say her name, but yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I know what you mean, and I feel like I'm the opposite too. I think I'm like you. I, I think it also depends on the movie. I think, um, you know, some movies like, um, like Get Out or The Invisible Man. I think that was one where we were yep. everybody who I was with was like, oh my gosh, or uh, <laughs> even Ma. The movie Ma I'm, with all right, Olivia I'm Spence, so confused. I'm so confused because I see people jokingly question mark talk about that movie all the fucking time, and I remember mm-hmm. the moment I saw the trailer on TV. The moment I knew this movie existed and watched the trailer to give me any semblance of what it was about, I was like, "This movie seems like a garbage heap." <laughs> <laughs> so I we went to see it. I think I will two years ago now because yeah, two years ago, and, and it was me and a group of friends, and um, it was a goddamn blast. I, and, and, <laughs> really? And, yeah, just... we weren't in like we weren't cracking jokes. Like about it, not because it was bad, but because it was just like enjoyable. Like, cause it's like, what the fuck? Cause she's like, you know, old, and she's like hanging out with these teens, and it's like, that's what? that was for me. Like, I was like the the initial like there is a certain level like suspension of disbelief, right? Like you, right. every movie, there's a certain level of like Invisible Man. Like, could a guy really have a suit that that's more advanced and nobody know about it? You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, like. Suspension of disbelief. Like, if this guy is able to make this suit, this guy has already fucking mass manufactured it to, to profit. You know what I mean? Like, like this right, is not right. just a thing that works that he just happens to have in his basement. 
Like, yeah. get out. Like, could someone really just, like, hypnotize you to the point you're stuck? You know what I mean? Like, like, do they really have fucking, where they can input someone else's, you know what I mean? Like, just mention a disbelief. That left, I'm able to buy into so many things. And I was like, why are these teenage kids hanging out with Octavia Spencer? Why? Like, like, what? Like, what is the, what is the line where they're like, yeah, no, this is cool. This isn't weird at all. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's where yeah, I drew the I, line, so I couldn't do it with that movie. But continue. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just like, I, I don't know. It, it was, um, it was just really enjoyable. And by the end, you're like, it's that same sort of like, oh my gosh, like a good thriller, a good horror does that, and even a good like, um, like a good emotional movie that you know the story. Uh, draws you in so i i think it's it's most of the time i think that all probably not all the time like i wasn't like that with like mortal Kombat or godzilla right, versus kong right <laughs> right right so i think it was, it, it was enjoyable but it's it, there was nothing even like i don't feel like mortal Kombat even tried like i don't yeah. feel like mortal Kombat at any point in time was like we really want to get them to buy in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so I, I um yeah i would say most of the time probably yeah. okay so with that being said this movie had me cry at like four to five separate occasions. And it was just like, to me, and again, my wife jumped in halfway. She is not as much, like, she does not cry at movies. She does not get invested in movies in the same way that I do. And I asked her, I was like, so I like, she was like, I was definitely crying. You can see it on my face, right? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, she was like, yeah, I was crying too. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was like, holy shit. Like, it, so it was actually like, to a certain point, like, I feel like any movie can just pull on like easy strings, right? To just be like, boop, there's your sad string. Boop, then now you're mad. Boop. Like, I yeah. feel like they, there's just enough. But I feel like at a certain point, like, we talked about this with the George Clooney thing, right? There was a, there was a movie with George Clooney. I don't remember the movie at all, but I remember the article was like, this isn't really a great movie, but it did make me feel all the things it wanted me to feel, so was it good? Um, oh, yeah. It was that, um, fuck, what was it? Was it that Midnight Sky movie? Maybe. I have no idea. I have was no it? clue whatsoever. I just remember it was George Clooney. He's going to bug me now because I remember we were talking about that. Right, right. So it's like, is it bad? Because it did it. I mean, it just didn't do well. But yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. But even still, I, I thought the movie was good and then it also did those things. So I think that movie was incredible. I, I would be, I would be interested to see if someone could watch that movie without any like, hmm. You know what would be a good thing? If someone could read a synopsis of the series so that you have all the relevant information, right? But it ne yeah. hasn't necessarily drug you through the emotional ringer, right? You're just, you've just right. you read a synopsis, you have all the information. And then with that, to go watch that movie, I'd be interested to see what they th thought, what they felt. You know what I mean? That That's like, that would be a good example for me. You know what I mean? Like, because... Because to just go watch it blind right now and like you to be like, hey, it wasn't great. I'll be like, well, yeah. that's not really fair because you're missing all of the context that is expected to be had. You know what I mean? Right. So right. like the the is it really that bad about Batman versus Superman? He points that like they're trying to make this work. And the only reason that it could even possibly work is because of all this context that you should that you would have outside the movie. And that makes it a bad movie. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. But if the movie the is a sequel. Then, like, I think it's fair to say that, like, you need the background knowledge. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Story. Like, so. I think, yeah, it's kind of like, um, 
I think it's sort of like, I think video games sort of run into the problem where they can't just continue. Right. Um, I think, you know, cause like I, I'm playing shadow of the tomb Raider right, right now, mm-hmm. just a small aside. And, um, you know, I played the other two, I think a couple, I played the first one years ago, the, the last one rise a couple months ago Okay. and they all start the same, right? You start with just like two guns and an arrow and you, you know, all your shit, like all the boosts you did in the last one are gone. Right. So it's like, I feel like video games are the opposite where movies can just like be like, boom, here's what that, you know, we hit the ground running, right? Like right. no movie goes, Oh, guess what? Iron Man doesn't have his suit. He's got to get it. He's got to build it all up again. Right. right. Exactly. Because yeah, because there's no reason to, but in a game, like what kind of progress do you have if you just start right. with everything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the same with the sequel or the op- the complete opposite with the sequel. Right. So, but yeah, with that being said, I thought it was incredible. If anybody's on the fence, like, I would love for just more people to watch it so I can talk to them because I'm not going to go talk to ranger, random strangers about this movie. <laughs> That's just not what I'm going to do. Yeah. But if someone I knew wanted to talk about it, I will 100% love to talk about it with somebody. So that's just it. If if you have a chance, watch the series. If you want to watch the movie without watching the series, fuck it, give me a shot and let me know if you think it's good on its own. I don't care. But like, I thought it was incredible. And so I just wanted to get that out. Yeah. And so in the movie theater, was it dubbed or subbed? So the this is the most insane shit, right? Ashboro was showing this and they had both subtitled and dubbed showings. Whoa. So I watched it subbed because I I think we I talked would about this before. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. But specifically with this this show is that the voice for one of the characters is the, the little most... hog thing, right? The little yes, they thing? fucked it up so much. <laughs> so like, I, here's the deal. I've what's funny is I watched uh, I've watched the dubbed version of Attack on Titan so far. Like everything I've watched of Attack on Titan, which is a very big name show, has been dubbed. The main character, I have a different feeling about him than I think I'm supposed to. Um, I, I think he has a different personality than he actually does. And I think it's because that voice actor is bad. Um, but it has still worked for me because it still fits, right? Like, like, like without any other knowledge, I, I just, I heard someone that had watched the sub describe him and I was like, well, and they're like, this is why I hate the English voice actor. And I was like, well, that's not what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Like to me, the, with the English voice actor, this is what they're portraying and it works. But if the object is to be close to the original, they fuck that to shreds, right? Yeah. Like, like they, they, they gave a completely different performance. Right. With that being said, the guy that voices the main character in Attack on Titan is the guy that voices the hog in this. And <laughs> I thought it was terrible, right? I thought the hog's new voice was terrible. And then I had a friend... I didn't recognize it was the same guy. He was like, you know that's the same guy. And I was like, fuck, so it is bad. Like, like, <laughs> like mine is just straight up bad. And it just happened to luck out that it worked with my interpretation. Fuck. <laughs> so I would watch it subbed if possible. I mean, if all you got is dubs, then it's all you got. Yeah. Also, there's just small translation things that, like, one of my friends who watch it subbed, there is a character, and, you know, uh, without getting too ridiculous, like, Every time they talk, this character is of a higher stature than them, right? Mm-hmm. So they call him like San. You know what I mean? Like, like in every like they're like Rengoku San. You know what I mean? His name's Rengoku, like Rengoku San. So like it, it's just like a formal ending to like speak to someone of a higher stature. I don't know if there's a Spanish right. version of that. Um, 
it, Spanish version, I guess, would be using the more proper, um, pr- like, uh, Usted. I can't, go ahead. Usted? Like yeah, the, like using yeah. that versus just using your more common one, right? Right. But anyways, they, someone was like, it threw me all the way the fuck off because my theater was only showing it dubbed. And they said that every time they were like, Mr. Rengoku. And I was like, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's, it's, they're just using like a formal. And I was like, really? Like Mr. Rengoku is just more formal, but like, we don't talk like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, you wouldn't yeah. say Mr. Every time, like you do in a classroom, but that's like the only setting. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, so I was just like, "That's bad." So, so I would just <laughs> I would watch it subbed if you if you're the type of person that can that that doesn't mind having subtitled things, um, I would watch it subbed because a the the board guy's voice is garbage, and and b like I just feel like there's you get a different feeling from certain characters, and then also certain things just don't translate well. So that's it. Right, right. And um, how was, um, you know, we were talking about, like, how packed it would be. Was it packed? What was the, there the were, movie, like, there the were experience maybe, going itself? There were maybe four other couples in there. That's okay. It. So, I mean, like, granted, again, I don't think this movie in this town is uh, the one that's going to pack the seats. Like, like, at any given point in time, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but uh, with that being said, it was it was solid. Everybody was... I didn't have any awkward situations. Uh, everything was spaced out. Um, Ashboro, like, when I bought the tickets, it was like, choose your two seats. Chose those two seats. It sat out, like, two seats on either side of us. It was like, there you go. Block those off. But, I mean, it was it was great. Didn't have any problems. We got popcorn, uh, you know, drinks. It was, it was solid. Nice. Good, good. Yep. And and both I and my wife enjoyed it, which is the number one thing. Because half the time I feel like when we leave the theater, I'm like, did you actually enjoy it? Because the thing is, she's going to tell me she enjoyed it regardless. Because right. she doesn't want me to be like, oh, fuck, I just drug you to a movie you didn't give a shit about. And we spent money on it. And you <laughs> like, just I'm so sorry. I did this. I'm sorry. Hours. Right. But this time I do feel like she legitimately enjoyed it. So, good. Good. Yep. Yeah, uh, good, good choice all around. Good experience all around. Everything was Cool. cool. And do you think... Um, I mean, I mean, you have two kids, but do you see yourself going back to the theater anytime soon for for anything, or is it kind of like, ah, eh, that was just because you know I love the show and no, absolutely, you know. I, I I'm I'm 100% good to go back to a theater. Like it, it was a good okay. experience. I enjoyed having it. I mean, I've, soon is relative because like I don't want to just constantly be like I, I'm super conscious of like not wanting to put my burdens on anybody else. So like anytime I'm like, hey, can somebody come watch the kids? But like like I'm like, I don't I hate asking people to just come and yeah. watch them. Like right, I just yeah, feel yeah, yeah. bad. Um so I don't do that very often. But you know, if I don't go to the movie soon, it will be because of that, not because of anything to do with the movie watching process. Right? right. Like, like everything was great with the theater. If I didn't have kids or if I was the type of person that just like felt okay just yeah. pawning my kids off on everybody all the time, like I would one hundred percent go back. Um Do you um do you feel like were you like holy shit like like for, like for example so for me like when I go see a movie in theaters I'm like that that was way better because I was like focused on my like on the TV on like the show like I'm not like let me check my phone let me see what's up like I hate checking my phone in, in the theater like I hate like I don't I don't I I, I hate it right because I'm like people like even if the brightness is all the way down you just take your thing and it like brightens up your dumb face and you're like i can see it right because it's <laughs> right. dark in here um but did you like were you like wow like that's why i like coming to the movies or were you kind of like yeah like you know i, I 
So here's the deal. I had, I am a hundred percent not sure about. Was this movie? Did this movie look better because it was a feature film, and so they put more money into it, or uh, okay, versus the show? But I remember the opening of the movie, like literally the first thing I saw on the movie uh-huh. screen, being like, "Holy shit, this looks so good!" So like, I don't know if it like. I don't know. It could have just been a combination, right? It could have been that, like, maybe it is done up a little more because it's a it's a movie. But the thing is, is throughout the rest of the movie, I don't feel like it was extra fancy. You know, like, I don't feel like yeah. it was like, oh, this is way higher budget. I didn't get that feeling for the rest of the movie. But, like, I, I visibly remember... I, I remember sitting there and just being like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, so I have to imagine it just being a movie theater and being that big of a screen and, and yeah. as good a quality. Like, I, I had to play someone into it. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, so yeah, definitely, definitely there was that, like, movie theater feeling for sure. Cool, cool. I'm glad. So, uh, anything else you were wanting to talk about? Uh, no, I mean, Any yeah, that's category? it. I mean, next week I'll come in. Um, you know, talk about Invincible. I'll have seen Nobody, the Bob Odenkirk um, movie about, I think, like, John Wick, if he was a dad. Yeah, um, all right, that movie seems weird to me. I I, I like Bob Odenkirk so much, and I mm-hmm. still am just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know about this yeah. one. Yeah, I've heard he pulls it off, so I'm excited to see that one. I will have seen that one, and then I should have finished Shadow of the Tomb Raider, hopefully. So I'll, I, next week I'll come with a bunch of stuff, but for for now I think that's it. Okay, the other thing I want to talk about, is uh, something I've been playing, which is I picked up MLB The Show 21. Um, so I don't know if you know a whole lot about MLB games in general, but uh, so there used to be a, I'm saying used to be, it might be out still now. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think it was definitely out for a couple years in the middle. Um, but there used to be an ML, like MLB 2K, whatever, right? Just like there's NBA 2K. 20, you know, I mean, there was MLB mm-hmm. 2K. I think, like, I feel like somewhere between, like, 15 and 19, there might have been, like, a couple years missed, and then they came back. Yeah. Um, but basically, up up until now, there was MLB 2K, which was available, I think, on all systems. And then there was MLB The Show, which was a PlayStation exclusive. Um, it was a PlayStation exclusive, officially licensed MLB game. And as someone who owned a 360, I never had access to it, right, during mm-hmm. those years. Um, but as I got my PS4, you know, eight, eight years ago now, like mm-hmm. I started hearing they're like MLB, the show is just straight up like the MLB game. Like the only reason people, anybody plays 2k is because it's all you've got. If you're on my, like, if you're on the Xbox. So apparently the show is the real deal. Like if you want to play an actual baseball game, you play the show. Um, right. The show is now available on Xbox and PlayStation. I don't know what happened with the rights. I don't know if anything weird happened. I think maybe, maybe you know, the the studio that makes it broke away from being just a Sony studio and is now doing their own thing, and therefore, you know, they still have the rights to do it, and it's available to everybody. I don't know. But anyways, I, I started playing this. As someone who's not super into baseball, this is still one of the most fun I've had in a, in a sport, like a, a sports video game. Um, it's super solid. It, like... Things that don't even, I'm a stickler for shit that doesn't matter, but it's just like more detail. Like, I love that shit more than anything else. So, I created my character. I feel like this is the closest to me a character has ever looked in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't, I didn't play baseball in, like, I didn't play baseball for a very long time, period. Like, like from elementary to high school, like, didn't play baseball, still don't play baseball, really. Um, but, like, just through, just as being someone who likes sports enough and just messes around with a lot of different things, you know what I mean? Like, like, I remember earlier, like, my son has a little t-ball set, um, that's just got, like, a plastic bat and a plastic, you know, ball. And, like, I... I have a batting stance, right? Like, I've never mm. used it, but, like, every time I pull this bat up, this is what it looks like, right? Outside yeah. with my son just being stupid. I was able to replicate that shit to almost a T in this game. And it's like, I don't, like, that doesn't even matter. Like, my stats are going to be the same regardless of what my batting stance looks like. But it was still another level of, like, this is fucking dope to, like, <laughs> have, like, this fucking... Just a stance that, like, literally, like, as I as my guy standing at the bat, I was like, that's how I look when I'm fucking around in my yard. That's so legit. Right? It's just another, mm-hmm. like, it's just little details. It's it's amazing. Everything, I'm going to have a bad time with this game shortly, though. Because I'm doing what? the career mode. Mm-hmm. And so the difficulty in the career mode is dynamic, which means as you continue to perform better, it ups the difficulty. Because it wants you to stay, like, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, it's... Uh, it's cool to just be blasting out fucking homers every time at the plate, but, like, that's not really, like, what it, what the game is. You know what I mean? Like, like right. you're not really playing the game at that point. You're just doing dumb shit. Um, with that being said, my batting, I am performing, I think I, I, the controller, am performing tasks better than my character is completing them. Which is to say, like, I am swinging, like, I'm staying close to the strike zone, right? Like, I'm not swinging at balls a thousand miles away. And so, like, it's like, oh, you have good plate vision. And so, like, and it's like, you know, I have an indicator that, like, I move to where I think this ball is going to be or I can kind of track it depending on the pitch and, and make good contact. And I'm doing that. The thing is, my guy, because his stats aren't great, he's, like, grounding those out, right? But the game is still giving me bonus points. It's like, oh, look, you had good plate vision. You were swinging at shit all over the plate. You have good discipline. You were able to put good contact on the ball. It just happened to be a grounder or a line drive that went straight to a guy. So the thing is, is my difficulty has continuously been raised, even though mm-hmm. my guy is not performing well. Like, like my guy's batting average is like 200, but it's like Hall of Fame batting difficulty. I'm like, bro, my dude's batting <laughs> 200. And it's like, yeah, but you're swinging at all the right things and you're not, you're not fucking up. And it's like, but my guy is. And so the thing is, is like you start in the minors. When he gets called up, and it's still, mm-hmm. I have fucking Clayton Kershaw throwing me heaters and like these awful breaking balls. My dude is gonna be so fucked. Like, like, like uh, my difficulties at like Hall of Fame because like you're doing great, but meanwhile I'm over here just fucking eating shit at the plate. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so like whenever that, whenever they call me up, it's gonna be bad fucking news. I'm gonna be having a bad time with this game, but. <laughs> Hopefully, for right now. Yeah, for right now, everything's great. Awesome. Nice. Nice. The same, yeah, thing, I, the same thing with pitching. I'm fucking killing it in the minors, but my fastball is like 86 miles an hour. And like, mm-hmm. I'm killing it. And my difficulty is like legend plus, which is literally the highest it goes. And I'm like, when they call me up to the majors and I have fucking Aaron Judge across from me and he's just blasting homers off me every time I'm at the plate because my <laughs> heater is only 85 <laughs> miles per hour, I'm going to be having such a bad time. I am so fucked. Oh my god! Right, and it's just like I don't know what to do. Like, like there has to be a le- like 
this game has to know this thing can happen. So I'm hoping when they move me to the majors, maybe it brings down some of the difficulty or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, it like reads that you're not doing well. So it like sort of levels it out. Right. right. It like pulls it back very quickly. You right. know what I mean? If that's and, every time, then like every, t- every person who's like in your position, they're going to get there and be like, well, fuck this game. Why would I play this? This isn't fun. <laughs> right. So, so hopefully they're going to fix it, but I have a feeling it's going to go south for a short, short, short period of time. Hmm. But yeah, if you're ever at all interested in a sports game or a baseball game, or even if you're, maybe you maybe you'd like to play a baseball game, but you're not super into baseball. So for example, I love FIFA games. Don't know jack shit about soccer. Um, yeah. If you're that kind of person, like buy it. it it's solid. Like everything okay. about it seems solid. Okay. Cool, cool. So yeah, uh, that's it. So let's move on to our next thing. Now that we, you know, yeah. we're fucking like 55 minutes in and haven't <laughs> actually done shit that other than like our first topic, but. Um, the NFL draft was last week. Um, I, my predictions did not come true. Um, but we will talk about, uh, are the Cowboys picks. Um, so, so as a whole, how do you feel about how the Cowboys did in this draft? Good, good. So, you know, if you listen to the episode last week, you know, you heard us talk about how, you know, they picked up a linebacker and, which I was okay with. I was like, well, we'll pick somebody else up. We'll pick the other people that we need, like the line, uh, linemen, and corners and uh, you know edge rushers. We'll pick those up in the next two days, and they did. Um, pro uh, uh, pro fantasy or pro fo- football focus. They gave the Cowboys a let me see a B. Okay. They gave them a B, which is you know it's pretty good. I think what was the team above it? The Browns. They gave the Browns an A plus. What the fuck? Damn. Anyway, sorry that was just above it. I saw A plus. I thought <laughs> it was the Cowboys. Nope, it's for the Browns. Um, and so. I like it. I mean, I don't, you know, they picked up a wide receiver later on. Everything else seems, yeah, it's defensive, defensive, offensive guard, corner. Uh, yeah, a couple of guys from, UC, you know, a guy from LSU, which is always good. A couple of guys from South Carolina. So it's very, like, uh, SEC heavy. But uh, I feel good. You know, no, nobody was, like, a flashy. They didn't pick up, like, some flashy player, right? They just sort of um, picked up what they needed and... and yeah, I mean, it. for what it's worth, I'm, I'm looking through these, and as someone who doesn't watch a whole lot of college football, I couldn't tell you jack shit about most of these players. Um, with that being said, I mean, this site I'm looking at rated our first pick in A-, minus, Micah Parsons. Um, they rated our 44th overall pick, uh, the cornerback Kelvin Joseph, with an A. So I feel pretty good about that. Um, yeah. They, they, it looks like they say, you know, he's... He may not have all the tools right, or he has all the tools right now. He just hasn't put them together yet, which I'll take. You know what I mean? We've we've made that work before, so hopefully, you know, that turns into a solid cornerback for us. And then we drafted, you know, we drafted mostly defense, but we did get a uh, we did get a tackle, an offensive tackle, and I believe a wide yeah. receiver. But other than that, it was straight defense. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, so, which I'm okay with. I mean, our yeah. offensive. Offense, I think, is is pretty set. Like I said last week, I didn't. I was bummed that they weren't going to pick any of the wide receivers or running backs from Carolina, but we don't really need them. Um, and then in terms of the NFL as a whole, I don't. I don't think there was any big like stories or anybody reaching. I think the closest thing was, um, you know, we talked about last week were like Justin Fields and the drama at the third pick. Um, I think the closest that we got to something like that was. Uh, Mac Jones at fifteen. Yeah, that's fucking that that pick. I was like, why even? Like, I just I, I don't know because yeah. I mean, was I guess he was still the best on the board at that point, right? QB-wise. Right, right, yeah. But, fuck. but I I I feel like I don't know. I it, it kind of like how um, 
you know, the Cowboys moved back when they didn't get the corners they want. They were like, we'll just get some other corners. I feel like I, I would have thought that the Patriots would have just done that with Mac Jones at, around then, right? Like, who was going to pick him up around that point, right? Because But when you get to, like, the late teens, you're running into borderline playoff teams that have a quarterback already. Right. Right? And so if you're um, Belichick, you're like, well, why would I pick, you know, I, I don't know. I, I trust Belichick. He knows what he's doing or whatever. But still, I was like... The thing is, guy though, is to if, go, I'm, like, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, Belichick's actually, like, really bad in the draft. Like, like he, he nailed Tom Brady, but that's, like, you know, whatever. Um, right. But, like, from what I understand, like, his draft picks have not turned out, like, at all, basically. Right. So, I think this might be another, uh, another example. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't see... Mac Jones being your guy. I just, I just right. don't. I, I just, and even though I know Alabama's offense this year was insane, and I know that they've been moving away from, you know, running the ball and being a defensive team. Um, You know, the other, well, you know. Still you know, they the got most the supremely other... talented team, period. Right? You know what right. I mean? Like... Yeah, yeah. And, like, before, you know, you had guys like Greg McElroy, and I forget what the other guy was. The guy with the girlfriend who was, like, really pretty and that announcer was like horny for her on live tv <laughs> i don't remember but this is amazing I don't who it was anyway yeah so they had quick, those guys real quick huh it, i mean it, this is completely unrelated but it just made me huh? think of it every time i hear the mark jackson thing where he talks about i think oh yeah, yeah wife I'm like, he said yeah, he was all city and i hit it out the pot <laughs> with all due respect with all due respect that's my favorite part <laughs> oh jesus all right uh, my favorite is when somebody um, post like an older woman, like an older attractive woman on Twitter or like, you know, Gabrielle Union in like a swimsuit or something. They'll always just post a picture of Mark Jackson under it when he's like <laughs> on the bench, like sort of looking in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and God. I hit up the part. No With all due respect. respect. With all due respect. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. But yeah, sorry. Um, so, God, who was that draft pick though? I've, yeah, but but that's, that, those are the quarterbacks they used to get. But then now, you know, they got guys like Tua, which I think the jury's still out on him. Jalen Hurts, same thing. And then now Mac Jones. So maybe we'll, maybe we're wrong, and, and, or maybe I'm wrong, and, and we're, you know, he'll be very good. He'll be like Matt Ryan, but I honestly don't think so. Also, but we we'll got to keep in mind that, in my opinion, I don't think, I don't think Belichick's been very good at quarterbacks either like he got tom brady and it happened to right. work out but like if we talk about the other guys that he's been like these like he was super high on matt castle he was super yeah. high on jimmy garoppolo and it's just mm-hmm. like mm, uh, no. was it jacoby Brissett? jacoby Brissett, i feel like he was kind of quick to move on from he was like yeah like he had one good season yeah. for me like, yeah peace out to indianapolis um but like like it's just he seemed like kind of attached to those right like right. you seem right, kind yeah. of attached to Matt Castle and Jimmy Garoppolo, and I feel like there was one more, but I I can't think who it was. There was a guy that um, who there was like a guy from fuck what was his name? He he had like a very broish name, and I forget it's, it. But it's definitely possible. But he was drafted late first, yeah. But it's just like I don't I don't know that you really nailed it on these either. You know what I mean? Like you got lucky right. with Tom Brady for sure. Uh, but you know, uh, we'll see. I just I don't feel great about it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. a, do not. It feels like a high pick, and then I don't know that it's going to work out, anyways. Yeah. Um, like someone else pointed out, like if you're if you're the best argument we've ever heard from Mac Jones is that he can make the right decision every time, right? Like he like he is 
he is basically the most adept version of a game manager is kind of whatever, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he will never make a mistake. He will, he will make the correct reads every time, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, the Patriots ain't got jack shit at receiver. And so sometimes you have to throw some people open and make some people make some shit happen. And I don't know that we've seen a whole lot of that from Mac Jones. You know right. what I mean? Like, Being like, fuck it. That dude's down there somewhere, right? Like DeAndre right. Hopkins. He's like, fuck it. I'm just going to He's never been it. the guy that seems to be throwing it like in that small pocket where only the receiver can get it. It's just like, I'm making my right reads on offense and I'm hitting the wide open guy in stride perfect every time. So like... Yeah. That could be worth something. And it's not to say that he can't become the guy that hits, you know, hits the small pockets. Maybe he's already able to do that. But it seems like with a whole lot of, like, with the receivers you have, you might want something that somebody that we know can do that already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just see. We'll see on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then. Um, but realistically, the Carolina- for that to be the most questionable pick in the draft, like, that's pretty solid. Like, like that, that means every team seems to have been operating well you know what i mean because yeah, at the end yeah. of the day the patriots were like cam newton's not really working out and we need a receiver or we need a quarterback and like that's our number one need and this is the best guy on the board you know what i mean which is yeah. true all of those things were true so you know i mean it's hard to be too mad at it it just felt like eesh. you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. so but yeah no. sorry go ahead with the you were you were going to talk about the carolina guys oh yeah, yeah, yeah they all got drafted they all went to different ones um, I do the different teams, and I think they they all ended in good situations. I think, um, I think one went two, one went in the third, two went in the fourth. I I, I can't remember the numbers, but I did want to focus on one thing, okay. and I wanted to ask you, um, to see if you could, um, guess something for me. Okay, I'm gonna give you some stats about a player who is a running back, and I want you to. See if you can pick which round he was taken in. So, okay. I'll give you just a few. Uh, most 20-yard runs over the last two seasons. Um, most rushing on RPO, or third most rushing out of RPO. Most 15-yard rushes. Okay. Um, and the only running back last season to average 12 yards per carry in a game. Okay. And let me see what else. 25% of his runs resulted in a 10-yard gain. Okay. And the most... Let me see what else I can find. And 44 10-yard rushes, the most in college football. And the second highest rated running back in college football at 91.5. And also, the what looked like... It looks like the second leading rusher in the country in the regular season. Okay. So out of all of that... What round was that player taken in? Okay, so to me, if I had to, if I was a, a person or if I was a team, so I feel like the answer for me would be late first, early second, because we're at a point now where basically teams have just completely like we're we're at a point where teams are of the opinion that basically running backs don't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, whether or not that's true is hard to say, uh, you know, and, and even so, that's more, I think, of an indictment on the rules and less of a running back. But um, with that being said, teams get ridiculed when they pick up running backs early in the first round. So yeah. I would say late first round, early second yeah, round. Yeah. Yeah. Also, most touches without a fumble among power five running backs last season. Uh, yeah, that's. Um, He was taken in the sixth. 
Jesus. Jets. Okay. Yes. Michael Carter of UNC. He his teammate Javante Williams, who I think was considered the the better player, was taken in the third. But yeah, Michael Carter was taken in the sixth round. Okay. Um, and I was just like, "What the?" Well, I thought he was going to take it earlier, and then when I saw it come through, I was like, "The sixth, dude!" And then I looked up his stats, and everybody's like, "Yeah, he was the second highest runner. Him and Javante were the best. He had the most touchdowns. He had the most things with the fumble." I was like, "So like." Was he so without having you know the context of knowing because I don't I, I don't watch Carolina's college football games was he yeah. is he like like a third down back you know what I mean like no he was he was the guy he was him and my, Javante Williams I think probably split it like fifty five to forty five percentage my fifty five being Michael Carter okay. Well, so, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Maybe I think maybe it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, Josh Allen was ass in college and then in the NFL, he's really good because the, like the skills don't translate. So maybe I'm thinking that's why. But just off production alone, I was like, that seems kind of nuts. Right. But then again, somebody like Arian Foster, you know, he was pretty good. I think he was at uh, Tennessee. I think he was yeah. at Tennessee and he, I think he was solid in Tennessee. He goes undrafted and then he ends up killing it in the NFL. So... You know, college production isn't everything. You know, drafting where you're drafted isn't everything. But still, I was kind of like, yeah, that does. I'd seem love to see the production odd. of the guys taken ahead of him, or like the running backs taken ahead of him at least. Yeah, I mean, uh, you said Michael Carter, right? Yeah. All right, my my just so you know, my head naturally adds Williams at the end of that because I'm a Syracuse basketball fan, <laughs> and, and, and he was not even good. But anyways, uh, Michael Carter. Michael Carter is going to have a notebook where he <laughs> he's going to have that NCAA football notebook where he's like fucking... marking everybody that didn't that got taken before him. He's like, all right, well, I'm... every <laughs> time we play one of those teams, I am shitting on them. Like, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see. I mean, who do the Jets have at running back? Um, Chris it... Ivory. They am I wrong? They don't have Le'Veon Bell, right? Or no, they have Le'Veon Bell. They they do. No, they don't. Let's to go, the Google the machine. Chiefs? Is it, wait, he's on... What? Michael Carter. Well, to be... Well, no, wait. Is this he was taken in the... Fourth? I thought he was taken in the sixth. Let me oh, look this, this, up. this whole right. fucking thing just fell apart. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'm going to just look at the Jets. Uh, draft chart. Or not draft part. Depth chart. That's what I'm looking for. Jets chart. chart. Oh, he was taking in the fourth. I was way off. Okay. Why did I think it was the sixth? Still. Anyway, still. That's kind of late. Yeah. All right, but so... to be fair, I just looked, and he was the third running back taken. Uh, Fourth, maybe? Okay, so running backs just were not taken back. at all. Yeah, basically. he was the fifth one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the thing is, is the running back situation, they have Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, and then they have Michael Carter listed at third at running back. Tevin Coleman, so here's the thing. A lot of my football knowledge um, kind of just circles back to um, my fantasy football. <laughs> and the thing is, is Tevin Coleman just absolutely fucked me uh, last year. And he, I just, hold on, let me, look, <laughs> let me look at his stats. I feel like, you know, I, I mentioned this briefly uh, to my dad in a conversation, but we were talking about uh, Deshaun Jackson. Um, and I was like, I always, like... Other than like his first couple years, I feel like I always heard that like in a, the Washington football team or whoever, like they have Deshaun Jackson, he's a big playmaker, and then I never heard about any of the big plays he made because he was either hurt or like he just didn't didn't pan out, you know what I mean, whatever. But like every year, no matter what the previous year's performance was, he had just cemented himself as a big play guy. So everyone was like, Deshaun Jackson, big play guy, you know what I mean? Like like 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny because uh, there's an episode of uh, Bomani Jones episode or podcast, The Right Time. He has Fox Dominic Foxworth on every Friday, and he was talking mm-hmm. about when he ran the combine. He was like, because the thing is, is he was like, I he's like I ran the forty. He's like I trained so fucking hard for that forty because no matter how old you get or how much it matters or anything. Anytime my name came up in free agency or trade talks or anything, right? Like any any board where like they were talking about possibly getting a corner and my name came up, he was like, I know that every time that happens, my 40 time is next to it. You know what I mean? Right. Even near the end of my career, they're like, he ran a 43-40, so he's like a fast blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that's what happened with Deshaun Jackson, right? Deshaun Jackson made a couple big plays, and then every time – a team was like, we kind of could pick up a wide receiver off the free agency. They saw Deshaun Jackson and right next to it on their board, they had like big play guy. You know what I mean? And they're like, yes. he's the one. And like, then he never made any big plays. I kind of feel like Tevin Coleman every year I hear about how he's supposed to be fucking great. And then yeah. it's like, I don't get a whole lot out of him. And it's <laughs> devastating. I mean, that's how um, there was a, a sports podcast I listened to where he talks about, you know, as dumb sports fans, we sort of don't think logically sometimes like if we go oh dude look th- this guy picked up he was picked up with a veteran veteran um minimum um veteran yeah veteran minimum and he used to be a first rounder oh it's a steal it's a steal you yeah. right just because we could think oh he was taken in the top 15 like it, it, he's just he just hasn't tapped into his potential yet right it's like that yeah. dumb sports fan it's like no he just didn't work out right. he was overdrafted but our, our brains go well you know the the falcons have like five first rounders in their offense but it's like no some of them are washed up and some of them haven't done anything right exactly some of them did not pan out some of those are busts yeah. but then you still hear we have this many first rounders yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah, like it's he like was saying with the like, forty. He ran a four three. Yeah, he ran the four three forty, and he was like, "And I am fast, but like, I'm not four three fast, and nobody is. Like, 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 I trained to do this dash this fast. Like, not all those same things translate. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about like a forty time is greatly influenced by like how well you come off the blocks. That's not a thing in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, like the speed does translate." But, like, only so much. You know what I mean? Like, and, right. like, something that separates, like, a 4-3-something four, a four, from, like, a 4-4-something four, four could be something that you're not going to see in the games, you know, period. You know what I mean? Like, right. so, so it's just, like, those little things can come into play and just be stuck to your name forever, even if they don't show up. And so, you know, that's, that, that's what you you know, run the risk of, of happening. But yeah, Tevin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman's number one of the Jets. That doesn't necessarily <laughs> seem like a set in stone. I feel like that, that position's open for a battle. You know what I mean? Like, God, oh, let's hope so. It would be yeah. so cool if he like, you know, became a, a good, um, not even like a star running back, just like a guy, like a, who's the guy? Like Jordan Howard, David Montgomery, like these guys like that you go, oh yeah, that name sounds familiar. He caught like, you know, Six balls for 80 yards and ran for 20, right? You go, that's 10 points fantasy. I'll take that, right? Like those right. kind of guys. So even if he, if he came, became one of those guys, that'd be awesome. I'd be happy. Um, and then, of course, if he came, became like a star guy, then that would be even better. But Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, that that's, uh, that's the NFL draft, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So the last thing we want to talk about yeah. is that here's some news that I did not know. You put this on here, and I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> but apparently J. Cole is dropping a new album in a week 
or yes, yes. Day, so day, by day. the time you're listening to this, it's dropping tonight at midnight. Okay. Um, and the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I think you and I, you and I are both very like um. We 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 we're pretty much on the same page in terms of J Cole, right? Where we I think so. or maybe you might be a little bit more down on him. Yeah, but I think I'm think, probably a little more down on him just because I feel like I'm more down on him than basically everybody else. But. Yeah, because I, I think I'm down more down on him than the like the average person, which is like to say that like I like him fine. I think he's he's a good rapper. I like his albums. I like his earlier stuff better, just like with Big Sean. I like him. I liked his music when he let Nas down. That was his best music. <laughs> um, not the song, but like the right, reason exactly. the song exists. <laughs> um, I like um, I like some of his stuff off his last album. I like ATM. I like uh, I forget what the fuck else he did. Um, and then didn't he, he released like an album, like for your eyes only. And like, nobody listened to that album. I don't think I, at least I didn't No, I don't, I don't ever hear anybody talk about that one. You know what, um, you know what the equivalent of that is? Every time I forget that Kendrick Lamar released that untitled, like, or like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. But at least that shit was just like a, Hey, here's something to hold y'all over while I release damn next year. Right. Right. But like, or, and I think, and I think LeBron was like, you better release that shit. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I like J. Cole. I, I, I liked, I saw this and I was like, oh, cool. It'll be nice to listen to, you know, be listening to like popular music that I think everybody's going to listen to and it's going to have like an opinion about and, you know, have a conversation for. Um, but of course, everybody on Twitter and on Instagram was losing their minds and fucking being like, Jermaine, Cole. <laughs> and so, um, but I knew that if I put it on here, that you would be pretty much have the same reaction that I did, which is like, cool. That's, I, that's that's fine. I don't even have that reaction though. Like I'm not going to listen to this album. I haven't listened to any of his albums since. Let's see. So his very first album was, uh, Sideline Story. Sideline Story, right? And then yeah, he, it was like Sideline and Stories Part One. And Born Sinner. He, he immediately ditched that whole fucking. Like, like it'd be like if I'm trying to think. Like it'd be like if Kanye did like College Dropout Part One. But then didn't do late registration and graduation to keep with the theme. He just was like, "I ah, yeah. fuck this, I'm out." Like, <laughs> like he did well, sideline. He let story. Nas down, man. He let Nas man. down. He was talking about fun stuff man, and having fun Nas. and, and yeah. having good beats <laughs> and stuff. That's a that's a wild take by me. But like, I like, I mean, you know, <laughs> fuck Nas. Fuck Nas. Tell him to go clean his car. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't give a shit. I ain't worried about it. Um, but uh, Nas has good songs. I'm not saying Nas is garbage. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, maybe don't. Maybe don't base your whole fucking rapping personality on whether you're fucking Mr. Rappity Rap, uh, like actual real shit and not, not commercial shit. Um, mm. cause the thing is, it's commercial shit is the shit people actually want to listen to. Um, and you can do both. <laughs> yeah. Kendrick shows you can do both. Yeah, you can absolutely do both. Um, yeah. with that being said, uh, you know, I just will, I, hold on. All right. So, Born Center? One, Did you Born Center? To... I listened to. Um, that was good. it was all right. And then, and, let's hold on. I'm just gonna look up. Uh, the f- 2014. Didn't listen to it. You didn't listen to it? that one. I think is his best one. Like that. That you go. This is like most accomp. Like the most like total like accomplished album. Now, having said that, I will put on sideline stories any day of the week because it has those awesome songs. The ones with the Trey songs, and what was the other one? Um, oh, sideline the story one that- has some fucking bangers. Okay. Yeah, with like the one, the one that sample work at work. Hey, we got a good, uh, yeah. we got a good thing. 
Uh, Fuck yeah, dude. That's a good shit. Yeah, so workout is the one. Workout, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Workout, uh, nobody's perfect. I feel like I remember being good. Um, I liked Mr. Nice Watch. Uh, yes. Lights, the one, please. The one with three songs is my favorite. Uh, can't Get Enough. Yep. Lights, Please, Can't Get Enough, Solid uh-huh. Dream 3. All those are solid. Yes. All right, so let's see. Born Center. All right. Uh, the one with Kendrick, that's it. Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I feel like, let's see, Power Trip wasn't bad. That was good. Um, oh Forbidden God. Fruit is the one with Kendrick, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Cricket Smile? Ah, that's... Mm, oh, yeah. Cricket Smile, okay. Voluminati, I feel like it's the very first track, and I don't remember much about it, but I do feel like I listened to it, because um, I think it sampled uh, Biggie. Um, and then Mo Money was an interlude that I liked. So there's that. And then, so the next one was 2014 Forest Hills Drive. And that... Get off my dick! Get off my dick! Alright, that's the only one I know. <laughs> that and no role models. There are 13 tracks on this. Oh, get the fuck out of here, bro. Alright, there's 13 tracks on this. The last one is apparently 14 and a half minutes long, so just eat my whole asshole on that one. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like... Here's the deal. In any of these songs I heard, I did not listen to this album. I just caught that, like, osmosis. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Get Off My Dick was on the radio a bunch. No Rule Models is on the radio a bunch. And I feel like I may have heard there was one about There was one about sex, where you had sex with a girl. Um, uh, be Gentle is my first time. Is it Wet uh, Dreams? That song yeah. is garbage, bro. <laughs> that song is terrible. I know it was on the radio a bunch. Song's terrible. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's... You know, I'm in a chemistry class with that erection. <laughs> Bro. And people... People will be like, y'all just don't comprehend J. Cole. I'm like, bro, he's talking about how he's fronting out, he's getting mad bitches, and actually was just scared in a, in a classroom. Like... Get the line, bitch! Like, <laughs> Get <in> line. <laughs> that shit is not at all... Uh, hard to understand. There is no level of like, oh, he's just too deep for you. Like, you got to open your third eye to understand. J. Cole has never been that dude. I don't give a shit. Like, like nobody will ever tell me that J. Cole's actually on some rapidy rap shit, right? Like, he's not dropping triple entendres that are like, be, like take multiple listens. And, he's not. And do you know... And we've talked about this before. I, like I said, you know, I'm a little bit more warm on him, but I think I would be more warm on him because I think he does have a good voice and he does. I think he has a good flow sometimes. Is he does his own beats all the time, right? Right. And, and there's after so a while, I'm like, fuck. this shit all sounds the same, and you're not a very good producer. Some of them sounds good. I like um, what is it called? ATM. Uh, I don't from even the latest know that album. Um, um, it's KOD. It like? KOD is that the name of the album? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it's called ATM, and that one's good. Uh, count it up, count it. Oh yeah, okay. And you yeah. Hit a little yep. count it up. Yep. Count it, yeah, that one's okay. good. So that one's good. But you know, for the most part, I think he is just an okay producer. What he needs to do, you are not forty. You know, you cannot do this for one, you know, for yourself the whole time. You need to branch out. You're not Wonder Boy, right? Um, Jesus oh boy, Wonder. Um, Listen, my man. All right, here's the deal. J. Cole fans will tell you he's the most rapidy rap dude ever, right? 
Like every J. Mm. Cole fan, like I said, it's like you gotta open your third eye. And the thing is, J. Cole played into it, right? Because J. Cole was like, "I'm a drum, I'm a grow my dreads out. I'ma just be like, not, I'ma be not rich and famous, right? You know what I mean? Like he's like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm gonna wear like sandals. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna wear these fucking sweatpants that I cut off below my knees because I'm the fucking uh, bottoms version of Bill Belichick, right? Like, like, like I, I, I wear Bill Belichick's hoodies as pants, like. You're, you're, you're like, I'm minimalist. I get it, right? But here's the thing. You're not going to tell me that anybody that's super minimalist, super rapidy rap on their last album is going to have a song called Kevin's Heart. Kevin oh, that's always terrible. Heart. That's always terrible. <laughs> here's the deal. Didn't listen to the song? You're not going to title it that. Uh-huh. That's the uh-huh. most whack, corny shit I've ever, like, like he wrote that. And he was like, yeah. Like, and I, like, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, ah, there's levels to this. And I'm like, bro, you're on the bottom level. There are levels to this. You're at the bottom. You need to look up at the people that are actually trying to do this. I love 2 Chains because I get the feeling that 2 Chains laughs at his own lines. Right? Mm. Like, 2 Chains said, I murked him in the middle of the street. That's going to be his deadline. And then as he recorded that line, he leaned sideways out from the camera and smiled at the dude in the booth. Right? He was like, ah, that's a good one. Right? Yeah. J. Cole did the... He named that song Kevin's Heart and was like... Did the sideways out the booth, but he didn't smile. He tapped his fucking forehead like four times, right? Like he did the, he was like, eh, yeah, see, y'all not on my level. And it's like, bro, anybody could have thought of that. Uh-huh. You know how many jo- times that joke was probably made throughout that kid's whole life by other fucking third graders? <laughs> As Kevin Hart was a kid, uh-huh. there some fucking second grader was like, huh, like, it found a way to make that pun. Stop it, bro. Stop it. I could not give less of a shit about this album that's about to come out. There was, there was, people thought Kendrick Lamar was going to drop a new album because TDE said that something was releasing this Friday and then it happened to just be, I think, an Isaiah Rashad single. I don't even know who the fuck that is and I'm more excited for it than this J. Cole album. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Uh, man, you know what? It, it's, it's my same problem with Drake. Drake may well the difference is, is Drake actually makes bangers. But Drake makes bangers, but like I'm just like you are just the fakest human, right? Like I'm like you you don't even have a style that's yours. Like like you are just whatever is popular. And I guess there's something to it cuz not everybody can be that dude for that long, but like it like in my heart of hearts I'm just like I don't even know who you are. Like like I don't even know my man did one dance. That song is not even. What are you doing? That's like, like where did that come from? And he, then what was the other song? Because he had two that sounded kind of Controller? like. Yes, bro. Like, like, uh. where did these come from? Here's the thing. I know they're fucking bangers, but where did they come from? Right. <laughs> right, and they sound complete. I mean, like. For better or worse, they don't sound like anything on like "Take Care" or anything right, or on anything else that he's ever done. He was like, right. "I'm dropping these two songs for the summer because this is the sound that's gonna win me this summer." And he was right. He was right. And, uh, but like, they've won them. They won him five summers in a row. <laughs> but like, what is your sound? Like, like it's like, and I just can't get past that. Right. Whereas right. this is like, you have a sound. I just think it doesn't match what you're trying to be. Like, like, you are trying to be this. This is... You're trying to be B. You keep putting out A. Everyone else says you've nailed it. And I'm just over here like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? 
I'm over here doing the Kanye West and the Kobe commercial. Like, what, what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? That's me. Every time he drops an album and someone's like, you just don't get J. Cole. I'm like, I look left to right in a startled manner, just like Kanye does. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? Like, anytime someone acts like he's the best. What the what fuck the- is he talking about? <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, how much cornier can his corny rhymes get? And then someone else is like, more corny. <laughs> more I'm erections. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? There's your album title, More Erections. Or your episode <laughs> He is just, you know what? Fuck it, bro. I'm, you know what? I'm dying on this hill right now. Googling this because I know there's a bunch uh, fucking bad. There's a whole fucking list of them, bro. Bad J. Cole lyrics. Of, oh, Jesus Christ. All right, this says the 50 worst rap lyrics, and I, I'm not going to go through it because it's not just fucking... All right, hold on. This says top 70 worst lines from his first album. Bro, That <laughs> someone put together 70 bad lines from his first album, just only. All right, bro, what the fuck? You know, you think you the shit can't outfart me, right? Whack. Um, so much on my mind, I wonder how it fit in my brain. Whack. Um... Everybody sweater like Catholic school? Whack, bro. Let you play with the stick of Vegkin. Hey, that was a good like, I like that one. I like that one. It's just like, I just can't. I, I just, it's terrible, bro. No strings attached like a cordless phone. Trash, bro. These are all lines. These are all lines that are the equivalent of the fucking Big Sean line. Like, what did he say? Uh, something about the solar system. You gotta plan it out. I'm like, he, this and not only that, he says it in like three songs. Oh no, right. no, no! He says, um, uh, "Bitch, don't catch no feelings. I ain't no dentist or something like that." Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but either oh, way, like brother, this, this guy, guy stinks. stinks, and this man is dropping these all the fucking time. Like, and the thing is, is again. Two chains could drop these lines, and I would feel better about it because I know I really feel like that he just doesn't believe their bars. But like every time this man says one, he's like, "This is fucking bars, bro." He I just I can't. I'm David Blaine. I'm breaking out of my own box. Get out of here, bro. Get out. Like this shit. Get out. Just, you're, <laughs> you're terrible. I do not. Oh, God. It's just I can't do it. I hate this dude. I I hate him. I hate I hate J. Cole. I there's nothing he's terrible. So you're not excited for the album next week? I just I'm you know what I'm less <laughs> excited about about the album? Right, because albums drop every day and I don't know they drop. That's not a big deal to me, right? Mm-hmm. Every, real quick, have you ever gone on the Spotify and just clicked like new releases and you're like, who the fuck are all these people? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like it's like every so-so person that drops up. It's like here's on the new releases on Spotify. I'm like, bro, how who is listening to this? Anyways, people drop albums every day, and I don't notice it. The thing I'm Next the Friday least will be excited about. One of those. Tw- Twitter is going to just absolutely just be all over this man's scrotum, right? Like, like there's right. there's every single thing I see on Twitter is going to be like you. It's just going to be 
an overwhelming version of the fucking funk, uh, funk master flex thing, right? This is motherfucking bars. You know nothing about that. <laughs> like that's what everyone's gonna be talking about. And I'm gonna be like, this is all shit that I feel like I could have heard five to ten years ago. Like nothing is ever. None of this ever impresses me. And then people act like again, it's it's just I can't deal with his fan base. His fan base is a bigger problem for me than he is because I could just I could just be like. J. Cole, not my thing. But then everybody's telling me that, like, he's this next level guy. And I'm like, well, hold on. He's not that. Right? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I, I just can't do it. Basically, the the whole fandom is just a big old, whoa, whoa, we got a little bit too much dip on your chip. Yes, exactly. And I just cannot stand for it. I will not allow it. I will not allow it. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to fight this forever. <laughs> my man... They tell me he's yeah. he's deep. I Not can't. on my watch. Yeah. Not Yo. on my watch. Yo, the uh, the, the Kid Cudi video. Where he shoves the fan off stage. He's like, oh, yes, five yep, years. Yes, yes, Not yes, on my yes, watch. Yes, That's yes, me. Yeah. I'm Kid Cudi throwing every J. Cole fan off the fucking stage. <laughs> not on my watch. Absolutely not. Uh, uh, so I'll listen to it. I'll relay what I think. I probably... It'll be like two weeks from now that I'll have an opinion on it. Um, but... I'm curiously intrigued, you know? Like, if 1 to yeah, 100, absolutely. I'm, like, at a 5. Give me just a little tickle of intrigue, and I'm, that's where I'm at. You said, at, hold on, did you say 1 out of 100, you're at a 5? Or do you mean 1 out of 10, you're at a 5? No, 1 out of 100. Like, well, maybe I should say, like, 20. Maybe, like, you're right, right. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should do... So one to 10, <laughs> I was about I'm to say, like if a, 1 out of 100, if it's a 5, you are, you don't give a shit about that. Well, <laughs> it's, like... I guess I should use one out 10. Of maybe 2 out of 10. Maybe yeah, two 1 and a half. half. Yeah, 2 I'm, and a half I'm, out of 10, something like that. Tickled. Yeah, just yeah. like, hmm, interesting, interesting. Whereas something like Kendrick, I'm like, yeah, 10. Drake, 10. Rihanna, 10. Beyonce, Hold 10. Hold on, real quick. Kanye drops tomorrow. What are you at? What, is it another Christian album? That's the thing, is we don't know. Uh, if you, uh, hear, you hear Kanye uh, dropping another album. 5. Oof, that's, Five, that's only because it might be another album. Christian album. It's lower than that for me. Like Kanye, Kanye drops another album. I'm just like, I don't give a shit. The thing is, is like, one, it could be another Christian album, which is hilarious. It is a hilarious thing to say. But two, like, his best work's behind him. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't need any more Kanye. I've had enough. I'm hoping that the divorce, like, sort of like, <laughs> he's like oh, 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 uh, my name's Kanye. I'm uh, 45. Like that one fucking episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. The thing is, though, is that like, do we really? Here's the deal. I, like, I'm not saying. What am I? What am I? How am I? How do I want to word this? Do we really think? At the beginning of this relationship, 100%. But by the end of this relationship, do we really think that Kim Kardashian was the one pulling the relationship down? Mm. No. no. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye was... Look, if anything, it was the other way around. <laughs> right. At the beginning at the beginning of that relationship, you're like, oh, you know, there's like a whole bunch of like stigma around Kim Kardashian, right? Yeah. By the end of that, you're like, yo, she's got to get out of there. <laughs> Baby girl, I'm going to get you out of there. I'm going to get you out of there. I heard now there was a divorce. Like, I was like, good for her. <laughs> now she's like a lawyer, and she's like getting people out of prison. Right, exactly. Like super rich. My man's she's out super here. self-aware now. She's got like three kids, and she's a great mom. Kanye's out here spray like, painting his whole body silver and then doing fucking Christian concerts on the <laughs> 
<laughs> Looking like the goddamn Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be excited for another one of his albums? Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I can't I can't do it. That we can get that shit all the way out of here. Um we gotta preserve that man's legacy. He's fucking it up. Um every every time he drops a new album, it gets harder for me to support his old album. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this man is wildin'. Um but yeah, that it's just it's a it's a nightmare. Um but yeah, so I'm not I'm not excited for this J. Cole album. I am actively dreading the J. Cole album because of the fan base. Normally, I'd just be like, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fucking Dua Lipa drops the album. I'm like, whatever. Like, does it just doesn't even fucking hit my radar. I'm just keeping moving. But the thing is, I ain't got to deal with a bunch of fucking Dua Lipa people on the, on the fucking, on the timeline acting like just because I don't like her music, it's because I'm fucking feeble-minded. No. <laughs> no. No. My man said... So big, it's like a foot is in her mouth, bro. Get that shit all the way out of here. I don't know if you could hear me spin my fucking chair around as I swung my arms in the air, but get that shit all the way out of here, bro. I'm, I'm done with that. You are not going to tell me that that man is the, the epitome of lyricism. You will not. But yeah, so uh, anything else you want to say about that fucking uh, no, that's it. I'll listen, I'll have an opinion in two weeks. Oh, I'm gonna have an opinion. I'm gonna have an opinion. I am going to listen to it, and I will. I was have gonna an say, opinion. yeah, I definitely want you to listen to it now, and just like come back in two weeks and see what's up. You know how awful it's gonna be if I actually like that album. Because here's the deal: I will not deliberately just say that album sucks, even if I li- like every song on it. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. gonna do that. I will be 100 percent honest with you. You will hear me come back like this, right? You two weeks from now, you'll be like. All right, so let's talk about the J. Cole album. What did you think? I'm going to be like, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to be so devastated if I have to say that shit's good. I regret to inform you, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> it's a classic. It's his first classic. <sighs> yeah, I've I've deleted all other music from my computer except for the J. Cole album. <laughs> it's only the off-season for me. <laughs> But that's not going to happen because he's going to produce all his own shit. It's going to be boring. It's, he's going to drop like, lines. Uh, I regret to inform. It's like a foot is in my mouth. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, he is fucking uh, my eardrums um, in such a pleasant manner. It's like a foot is in my ear canal. Yeah, it's it, I yeah, I it's like a foot is in my mouth. Yeah, cuz I'm going to have my own whole foot in his mouth while I'm just like eh, this is the best Jake Cole shit I've ever heard. I'll be so disappointed. I that whole episode is going to be low energy for me. <laughs> like like the moment you put that like we're going to record on a Thursday. Friday you're going to start the page break for the next episode so we can put any notes we want to have down. That Saturday I'm going to see that fucking topic and I'm going to just be like God, I gotta eat all that shit I just said about J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much crow. God damn it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, fuck, I have to take all my sweatpants out of my dresser and cut them off at the knees. <laughs> I gotta look damn near homeless for the next three months. Oh god. Alright, but uh that's the episode. Um I, I hope you like this like year rounding episode. Um but uh if you wanna catch me, you can catch me at T Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm at evercastro92 on Instagram. And if you want to catch the podcast directly, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or email us directly, differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Um, give us any feedback you'd like. 
spread the word to anybody you'd like. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, you know, keep it moving. As usual, stay safe, stay entertaining. We will catch you guys next week. See ya. Peace.